0: Welcome to Hope is Here, bringing hope to those struggling with life's difficult situations. Welcome to Hope is Here. My name is Greg Horn. So glad that you're with us today. We're always honored when people join us live on the radio or if they're listening on a podcast or watching on our YouTube channel. I want to encourage you to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, Most of our programs are on there, a lot of them have video with them of me recording the program. Some of them are just audio. I would really encourage you uh, to check it out. Just go to YouTube, type in Hope is Here, and my name, Greg Horn, H-O-R-N. Hope you'll subscribe to the channel. And if you've been blessed by our program, either on YouTube or uh, a podcast, whatever platform you listen to, Spotify, Podbean, iTunes, uh, we're on all of them, uh, all the major platforms. Uh, Man, subscribe to our podcast. And please leave a comment if you've been blessed. It encourages us greatly and is uh, deeply appreciated. Well, we've been looking at Philip. Uh, he's one of Jesus' teammates, uh, one of the 12 guys that Jesus chose to help change the world. 2,000 years later, we're still talking about these guys and what they learned from following Jesus closely for almost two years, the last two years of his life, 31 to 33, before he died a horrific death on a cross. And we talked about yesterday four things we can learn from Philip, John chapter 1, verses 43 through 46, If you missed yesterday's program, really encourage you to go check that out. Listen to that podcast. You can find it wherever you listen to podcasts on all the platforms or just go to our website, hopeisheretoday.org. That's hopeisheretoday.org. Also we've been blessed by this program. Uh, if you'd be willing to financially help support us with a donation, we would really appreciate that. Uh, donations are safe and secure online at hopeishere.today.org, or maybe you're like me. Sometimes I'm old school and I like to write a check. Uh, we have our mailing address. Just make your check out to Hope is Here. Uh, all donations are greatly appreciated. And thank you for those of you. We have uh, some monthly mar- uh, financial partners that are monthly. Financial partners every month give out of the financial blessings God's entrusted with. Then we have other people just randomly as uh, the Lord leads. And we thank everybody that helps make this ministry possible. But we wrapped up yesterday's program looking at four things we can learn from Philip. And the first one was, do you remember where you were when you decided to follow Jesus and accept Him as your Lord and Savior? And we talked about how we drift away from God sometimes. And we looked at things that cause us to drift in our relationship with God, uh, being too busy, which causes fatigue, uh, watching TV and social media. Both of them just in and by themselves are not bad things, but they can suck up a lot of time if we're not careful and hurt our time with God. And we know uh, the key to any relationship, right, is T-I-M-E, how we spend our time. Also, uh, looked at our relationship with Jesus. Uh, it's not a priority. We don't make our relationship with Jesus a priority. Then we looked at one of the reasons that we sometimes drift from God is just life happens. We suffer wounds emotionally, mentally, physically. We have disappointments in life like losing a job or um, losing a loved one, especially when it's unexpected, or just normal life setbacks when things happen uh, you don't get that promotion at work. Um, just, you know, so many things happen in our life that are disappointing and discouraging. And it can cause us to drift from God if we're not careful. And last but not least, the thing I think that causes us to drift from God, and, you know, you're going to be like, hey, Greg, Captain Obvious, but, friends, it's the truth. I think the enemy loves to cause us to drift from God. Sometimes I think we underestimate the enemy The accuser. some versions of the Bible say, but in John 10, 10, Jesus warned us. He said, the thief comes only to steal and to kill and destroy. I have come so that you may have life and have it to the full. Friends, I'm thankful that Jesus, he's a God of details, okay? He didn't just say the thief comes to to steal. He said, oh yeah, by the way, not only does he come to steal, he also comes to kill. Okay, just in case you were not listening, maybe you kind of uh, been thinking about your to-do list. Also, on top of, you know, he comes to steal and kill, he also just wants to flat out destroy you. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. And friends, I've seen that happen in areas of my life before and so many other friends and loved ones. And yet I don't do this to be gloom and doom. You know better than that. This is hope is here, right? But I think we have to realize we do have an enemy that wants to hurt us and wants us to keep us from knowing and being in that personal relationship with Jesus and having all that he wants us to have. But I'm so thankful. Jesus warned us, hey, the enemy does try to do this. But in the next breath, he says, I have come so that you may have life and have it to the full. But well, friends, that doesn't mean that it's gonna be, you know, easy street and life's gonna be, you know, unicorns and all rainbows, all right? He's saying in other words, I'll be with you, I will help you, I will give you hope when life is just kind of kicking you to the curb and you don't don't have to be alone, you don't have to be discouraged, you don't have to give up. I will help keep your tank full if you'll lean into me. And not your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge me and I'll direct your path and make your path straight as Proverbs chapter 3 verses 5 and 6 says. Or like 1 Peter 5 chapter 5 verse 7 says, cast all your cares and burdens upon the Lord because he cares for you. Or Jesus told us in Matthew and some of the other gospels, you know what? Hey, in this world you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. In me, you will have be peace. You will have peace today. And do not let your hearts be troubled. And yet, friends, one of the things I wanted to challenge you today is to get reengaged in your relationship with God. And a lot of you may remember that movie, Top Gun, back in the late 80s that was so popular and they had a kind of a follow-up movie called Maverick uh, last year and maybe two years ago now. And yet, you know, Tom Cruise plays this character he's a navy fighter pilot and he tries to um, go to the school top gun and become one of the top pilots to help protect the united states and uh, but one of his best friends who was his co-pilot was killed when they had a mechanical malfunction on the plane and they had to eject and when they did the cockpit didn't completely open in the back where his partner was and it broke his neck and he died And Tom Cruise, known as Maverick in this movie, he just uh, struggled to overcome that. He felt responsible. Well, they did a total background, just an assessment of the accident and the crash, and he was found not guilty, but he still just could not re-engage. Well, he had enough credits to graduate from the Top Gun training school, but it winds up that um, they let him graduate even though he just kind of faded out near the end of the training but he had enough points to graduate and then at the graduation it winds up that uh, some Russian uh, fighter jets had got into U.S. airspace and they were sending some top gun pilots up and the commander looked at uh, Maverick Tom Cruise and said I want you to go up and help fight in other words trying to get him re-engaged so Tom Cruise does that and He gets up there, but then he gets close, and he's in the battle. He's having problems re-engaging. He just is having problems engaging. And he pulls out the dog tags from his best friend. His name's Goose in the movie, and he just looks at those and says, Talk to me, Goose. Talk to me, Goose. And then he just felt the strength and the power and he turned back around and got re-engaged in the battle and shot down a couple of those Russian fighter jets and the other ones left. And Tom Cruise wound up being a hero and you know has this great ending. Sorry for the spoiler alert <laughs> of that movie. But the thing that spoke to me all that was that he finally did get re-engaged and overcame his fear, his disappointment, his drifting away from being the fighter pilot that he was called to be with the gifts God had given him. And when he said, talk to me, Goose, talk to me, Goose, as he looked at his his dog tags that you, know, you wear as a person in the military to identify you, that, friends, when we look at God's Word and we say, talk to me, Lord, and we read God's Word and we ask the Lord to speak to us, friends, he will do that. The Bible says that God's Word will re- not return void. We'll say it again. God's word will not return void. And the enemy will keep you drifting where you will not spend time with God because of all those reasons I've listed earlier. And yet, friends, I want to encourage you to do it. Hebrews chapter 2, verse 1 says. So we must listen very carefully to the truth that we have heard or we may drift away from it. And, friends, our culture is just kind of veered off from God and it just really grieves me. And you know how the things we're talking about. We've redefined marriage and s- sexual identity. I mean, things are just uh, so many, many things. People don't value life anymore. If we disagree with somebody, people just often, unfortunately, just kill somebody, shoot them, because they have a disagreement and opinion. And yet we need to be reminded of God's truth. And we started off a couple weeks ago, John chapter 1, I believe it's verse 14, where it described that Jesus came full of truth and grace. And, friends, we need both in our lives. We need the truth of God's Word. But man, we also need to extend grace. And so that's something I just have to ask God on a regular basis. Lord, help me to know when I need to exhibit truth in my life and when I need to exhibit grace. And he'll show you, friends. He will show you. Well, in the short time we got remaining, three other times, three other things we can learn from Philip from John chapter 1, verses 43 through 46. Secondly, we said, "Who do you need to introduce to Jesus?" Remember Philip, verse forty-four. After he met Jesus and knew that's who he was, the Messiah, he went to go find Nathaniel. He said, "Hey, you need to come meet him." And I want to ask you today, who is it that you need to introduce to Jesus? Maybe you start by sharing a podcast of this program to somebody that's really struggling. Say, hey, I think you'd really be encouraged by this program. It's only 14 minutes. You can listen to it while you're getting ready in the morning. Or, you know, sometimes people like to listen while they're exercising or cooking breakfast or driving to work. And that might be a way to introduce somebody to Jesus by sharing a podcast of Hope is Here or inviting them to church. If you don't have a church home, come visit us at Gardenside Christian Church. We'd love to see you. Or... third thing that we can learn from philip is god showed up in the most unexpected places say it again the third thing we can learn from philip from john chapter 1 verses 43 through 46 god shows up in the most unexpected places remember where philip in verse 45 said hey come with me i met the messiah jesus uh son of joseph from nazareth (laughs) i love the, the response that Nathaniel had, he's like, Can anything good come from Nazareth? Like, are you kidding me? (laughs) Oh, friends, I love it. The Bible tells us in Isaiah chapter 55, verses 8 and 9, that God's thoughts and God's ways are not our thoughts and our ways. As high as the heavens are above the earth, so are God's thoughts and his ways higher than our thoughts and our ways. And so we have to just always be open and ready to see where you never know when God might show up just like he did through Jesus. And last but not least, I think the fourth and final thing we can learn from Philip is we need to just try this relationship with Jesus for ourselves. I mean, I love in verse 47 of John chapter 1, after Philip had told Nathaniel he had found the Messiah, he had found Jesus, told him he was from Nazareth, and Nathaniel responds with, can anything good from Nazareth? And I love how uh, Philip responded. He just simply looked at him and said, come and see for yourself. I love that. John chapter 1 verse 46. He said, come and see for yourself. And friends, today for some of you, you need to just come see for yourself. You can't build off your pastor's faith, your parents' faith, your grandparents' faith, your spouse, your best friend. Okay, you have to have your own personal relationship with Jesus. And today, I want to encourage you to re-engage and read about Philip in John, chapter one, verses forty-three through forty-eight. He's also in the story of the feeding of the five thousand in John chapter six, verses one through thirteen. We're out of time. Thanks for joining us. My name's Greg Horn, and this is Hope is here. Thank you for listening to Hope is Here podcast. To listen to one of our previous programs or to make a tax deductible donation, please go to our website hopeishere.today. That's hopeishere.today. If you have been blessed by Hope is Here, would you consider making a donation to help this ministry continue to reach thousands in Central Kentucky every day? It's simple and safe. Go to our website at hopeishere.today where you can make a safe and secure online donation or you can find our address to mail a check. All donations are tax deductible and they are greatly appreciated. Please make your donation today at hopeishere.today. Again, that's hopeishere.today.